Overfield podcast here, guys. Uh, my name is Cam Walsh. I'm missing one of my co-hosts, Easton Asiwa, today. Um, but I have the Money Empire team here, and we thought it was going to be probably a great opportunity for all the listeners out there to um, to, to maybe get some um, education, advice, and a bit of reality out there into to the market at the moment with what's going on. So firstly, Gorham, how are you, bud? I'm very well, thank you. Neve. Hello. And Lisa. Good morning. So I thought we'll kick it off. Obviously, very topical from what's happened over the weekend uh, and pushing to this week, we've got COVID-19. What does everyone think about this pandemic that has arisen so fast that I don't think really anyone saw it coming down to these shores this quickly? Yeah, so my thoughts on this, obviously, um, it is a serious thing. It is out there. The way that people are perceiving it, obviously, is up to them, but is is definitely out there and what, um, what I personally feel what the government is doing to try and contain it in terms of self-isolation is really good. Girls, any thoughts or theories? Yeah, well, I just 100% agree with Goran, to be honest, and just try not panic, really. Try to keep calm. Same as you, Lisa? Yeah, I'd say not worry in a sense that you go out and do the panic buying that everyone is doing. Um, but obviously remain calm. Just follow the... It's a common sense. Follow the process, um, and then we'll just see how things unfold and... Go from there. Yeah. I suppose one thing we need to make really clear to the listeners, this is our personal opinion. This is not, um, you know, the opinion of the government or whatever. So this is personally how we feel with yeah. what's going on at the moment. Um, I suppose from my point of view, at the moment, um, travel, tourism, hospo, retail, they're going to take major, major hits in the New Zealand economy. And I think the relief that the government's going to provide uh, to pump some money back into those to help people um, I suppose pay their bills and all that kind of stuff which is being released I think tomorrow is going to be huge for New Zealanders um, and then pushing into other sectors maybe into a bit of manufacturing but what I will say is that at the moment nothing's been released uh, people aren't losing their jobs as of yet is to definitely stay calm um, and you know really no, in life in general no one really knows what the outcome is going to be anyway so just know. exactly so carry on the status quo unless you know your job is in jeopardy absolutely Agreed. absolutely um, it's that fear that's going around at the moment in terms of obviously everything with the COVID-19 um, being in the headlines all the time in every page you see in terms of the you know um, Herald and stuff mm-hmm. that happens, it just kind of instills that fear of uncertainty I suppose around and around people and yeah. especially when it comes to things like finance and, and, and job stability so yeah. there's like you mentioned before lots of industries people are sort of thinking crap I, there's a bit of a question mark here where do I go from here do I self-isolate do I, mm. what do I do and that's a big thing like you know we've seen the stock market crash uh, we've had people ring about KiwiSaver balances the problem is is that over the last 24 over the last 12 months or 24 months we haven't had people ring us and say, hey, I've made 200 grand on my shares or I've made 20K on my KiwiSaver. We only report the losses, not the positivity or not the gains, right? So again, you've got to be realistic. We've had a big run. We've had, we've had, we're having a blip. Uh, the economy might go down a bit. But again, stability, keep getting on with your life and progressing. So guys, let's get down to the crux of finance and property. So I suppose... First thing this morning, 8 a.m., Reserve Bank announced was a 75 basis point rate cap. So it's taken out. that for a week. 
They brought that forward a week and they've gone hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've, we're now sitting at what, 0.25? 0.25. Cash yeah. rate. That's going to be installed for what, at least 0.25 for the next 12 months? 12 months. Yeah, 12 months. So okay. what does that mean for all our clientele or people listening out there around money? Well, obviously, if I may, if I may Lisa, yeah. um, money's going to be cheaper to borrow, right? Straight off the cuff. And obviously by uh, the RBNZ doing that, they're trying to... Um, Stimulate, stimulate the economy, the economy yeah. right? So money is going to be cheaper to borrow, and what we're thinking is banks are going to follow suit, yeah, in terms of dropping their mortgage rates. So when you say that, sorry, Brian, follow suit, the banks have not passed on any of that rate cut at the moment. Yeah. We're just waiting on that. That may happen today, right? There was one before I came into the okay. studio here that um, uh, announced that they're going to take or shave off 75 basis points off their card of floating rate. And, okay. Yeah. So we're, we're looking at precedental low rates that New Zealand's never seen before. We're sitting at, what, 3.39 fixed rate, one yep. year at the moment? Cool. Are we thinking sub threes or are you thinking low, low threes? I think that probably start with low threes and then depending on how COVID's going in the next few months, there could be a potential another one, another, another um, reduction in the rate. Yeah. Neve, as a... As a, a young female in finance and obviously um, learning a way through it, and you're also uh, in the midst of potentially buying a property yourself, yeah. what's your thoughts on everything? Well, I just think that there's a really big opportunity here. Like we've all said, you know, money's going to be cheap to borrow. If rates, if rates drop again, then, yeah, it's going to be make it a lot easier for us um, first home buyers trying to get on the market. And that, that's a big thing, right? It's been affordability in yeah. New Zealand, especially in Auckland, over the last three, four years. Our first home buyers can't afford it. Now we're looking at rates being so damn low to borrow. The cost of borrowing money has become quite minimal and affordable, right? Agreed, yeah. So it's an interesting time. What's some of the other things? Like, oh, and I'm thinking out loud here. We've got cheap money. We've got the potential. Do we have the potential of loan-to-value ratios being loosened by the Reserve Bank? We are yet to yeah. see that, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was some sort of loosening. Oh, I'd like to see it, particularly in, in the first-time buyers. Yeah. Um, but also, with all these rate cuts, there's going to obviously the rates are going to drop. People may start looking at maybe rejigging, restructuring, refinancing. Yeah. So like you said, I think it's a perfect time to do that. Yeah, perfect time. And there may be a bit, of a bit of a war maybe in terms of refinancing. So I think we're going to see that. I think there's a potential we see a refinance war between banks coming up. Because if you're seeing it 4.5% or even 3.5% at the moment, and all of a sudden you can shave half a percent off your mortgage at a million bucks, you're saving some Bitcoin, right? I got some rates this morning from the Black and Yellow Bank. And the difference between... The fixed one-year term and the fixed five-year term is 50 basis points. Wow. 3.39 and 3.89. The yeah. five-year rate is 3.89 as of today. Incredible. Without the, without the uh, rate cuts. Girls, what do we see about net migration? Do we see a lot of Kiwis potentially coming home now? So I think there might be. Um, with a lot of Kiwis coming back home, uncertainty overseas. Um, you see there could be potential lockdowns in certain countries but I think maybe moving back home and taking advantage of the opportunity of the low rates settling back home you know people yeah. that might have been abroad and had families overseas bringing their families back home yeah. and settling down yeah it's interesting time eh? I think so because uh, there will probably be a lot of Kiwis out there that have applied their trade overseas and wanted to buy a property whilst they were over there and with these obviously rate cuts coming down they mm-hmm. could be looking at getting back in 
and getting on the ladder. We always talk about opportunity cost, right, for people. So, you know, with every negative, there's a positive. And I look at this and go, well, there's a big positive here. If you do have, obviously, an income and it is stable for the foreseeable future uh, and you have a deposit or you have equity in your home, which a lot of Kiwis have, especially over the last five years, have created nice equity from capital gains, there's a massive opportunity to be able to leverage and buy an investment property or buy that first home with your repayments being so minimal, especially if it's a rental, your rent's gonna be covering a lot of the outgoings, depending on where it is. Big opportunity to build an asset base. Absolutely. Yeah. Easier said than done though, right? And the media <laughs> negativity and, well, not, not you can call it negativity, but obviously every article, like I said before. We talk about a slow news day in-house, yeah. and we say when is a slow news day, they'll write about property. I can't actually tell you in the last week when I've talked about property and the main on the main page mm. because of the coronavirus. People don't like reading and hearing the words virus, mm. recession, pandemic. Yeah, they start to panic. And who's the? What is the first thing that they think of? Money, rates, how much it's going to cost me? Do I have enough to put you know food on the table and make sure the mortgage is covered? Do you also think? girls that this will flip the Kiwi mentality of ah she'll be right in terms of taking out the right insurance personally for themselves or for medical do you think this might change the way Kiwis think into the future around insurance because obviously we do a bit um, of personal insurance with people and we always see that the the um, uh, the, the average Kiwi is underinsured I would, I would hope in a sense that this will um, make the average Kiwi relook at their insurances or potentially get insurance. Um, as you say, that a lot of Kiwis are underinsured. Yeah. Um, and it always comes to when something big happens. Yeah. This is when people again, like you say, go and they freak out. Yeah. Um, and then you know there could be a big influx in insurance. Yeah. But obviously, obviously there will be a good thing in regards to. You know, long-term clients have insurance um, to protect themselves and their family and their biggest assets. Um, I just don't know because Kiwis have that mentality of just, we'll be right. Yeah, so toughen is, up, take it on the chin, move on. It is a hard thing, but hopefully it does make it, you know, make people think and maybe relook at their situation. I think it will open some eyes and raise a few eyebrows in terms of the events that's going on. Not just, obviously, we're so isolated down here. We don't know the true... Extent of that. Extent of yeah. what's going out there. Yeah. In, in that sense, we're kind of lucky, but I do feel that um, this will, because it does take an event like this to start. To sh- it shakes people. Absolutely. It, it's, sometimes it takes, until you're on the precipice of that mm. turn or whatever, to rethink. I, mean, I was listening to a physician do a talk on the weekend, and they were saying that this event is one in a hundred years. So we mm. never see this in a lifetime. Our kids may never see this happen in a lifetime, yeah. which is shocking the world economy and they're talking this whole recession thing but it may happen but again you've got to look for opportunities in life and that's what i'm saying trying to get out there is educate yourself get the right advice especially now with what's going on if you need advice go to someone like like you guys you know who are going to provide the right advice and educate i think the thing as well is if you do have an existing mortgage and you are in a situation, say, your your work's reduced or your workflow's reduced and you've had to cut back a few hours or, or a day a week, then come to us and have a chat to see how we can help. 
Um, we don't want you being in a, in a stressful situation and worrying about your mortgage. We're here to help as yeah. well. So if we need to put you on interest only for a period of time, we can do that. Yeah. So take the opportunity to contact us to see how we can help in, in different avenues and make sure you are, you know, you're sort of right there there's things that people can do if their yeah. mortgage repayments are becoming stretched because one person loses a job from this or they're in an industry which has been hard, which has been hit hard like you see interest only repayments so taking off the principal so reducing mm-hmm. the overall cost of the mortgage um, also too it might be that your mortgage has 20 years left remaining on it and you can actually look to push that back out to 30 to reduce those payments for a period of time. You can play catch up when everything goes back to normal. Yeah, totally. Um, but the banks will be aware and they'll probably be waiting, waiting yeah. for these kind of inquiries. So. I think you see the banks are going to see a bit of, show a bit of sympathy in this time because it's not about an individual or a colour anymore mm-hmm. in terms of a bank. It's in the bottom line in terms of a profit. It's about humanity, right? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. So there needs to be a bit of that moving forward. Goran, I'll ask you this. Does a region or a city look to be an appealing buy at the moment? Good can, I, I, can I throw one more yes. on you? Yeah. And the reason why I ask that is a region's a lot smaller. Yeah. Normally regions do get the job or the, the occupation or, or the industry is very um, uh, solidified in a region. Centered around one sort of particular type of employment. Yeah. yeah. Now, if, you look at that and you look into buying a region where all of a sudden there's a whole lot of jobs, people can't obviously afford rent or repayments. Would you be looking at the moment, if you're a keen investor that goes has an eye for something, am I looking to go into a city or a region? I don't have a crystal ball, but the things that you just mentioned do dictate in terms of um, not profitability, but also certainty, mm. whether particularly if it's an investment property. If mm. it's an investment property, you need to make sure that you're actually going to have tenanted for mm. the mortgage balance, right? So yeah. I would be a little bit sceptical in terms of regions, small, smaller, yeah. smaller pockets. Isolated working environments. That, that are completely um, you know, dependent on uh, a type of industry or occupation that may have been affected from corona. Yeah. I think another thing to, to, I suppose, put out there is, guys, any type of investment you do, uh, to make money off as a long-term investment. Yeah, totally. We always talk about five years minimum in property, 10 years works a full cycle. So for the property traders or flippers out there, it is a real tough time at the moment. I wouldn't, personally, I wouldn't have a clue where to start, right? But if you're buying a house, if it's your first home, your first family home, you're buying it you know, for, for five years, you're gonna ride through ups and downs, so you're okay. 10 years, you're perfect, right? So again, as long as the investment is time, you'll make money. Absolutely. If you, if you know you're going to hold on to it, right? Exactly. Nothing's ever guaranteed, right? You're going to go through little dips, but if, you're, if your goal is to hold, yeah. you're going to be all right. So if you, previous to, obviously, COVID-19 going worldwide, if you're looking to buy and your job is stable, why change that mindset? I was just going to ask the same question. There'll, I don't get that. There will be people out there that would have got a pre-approval, maybe, you know, October, November, and they're still looking, and this sort of thing will somehow play an impact in their mind. Just uh, social media. Totally. Absolutely. Media. We were actually talking about that this morning, obviously, generations ago, you know, decades ago. If a, a pandemic broke out, it would take maybe a week for the other side of the world to understand or know what's happened. Now, an announcement gets yes. made in China, 30 seconds later, we have it at our fingertips. Yeah. 
people are treating this as if we are not going to recover from this as as a nation as as like a the the whole global economy will recover from this yeah. eventually this is not you know done done and dusted and that guys for the listeners out there this isn't to say don't don't stop feeling the way you feel but just understand it educate yourself more and get the right advice to make those informed decisions even if it's like you're a bit worried to buy, go in by yourself to buy something, but you have a friend or a family member that may want to purchase, join forces if, you, if you're wanting to, I suppose, spread your risk a bit. But again, it's all time and an asset. It's not a, it's not a quick fire solution. There's no doubt out there that people will feel the extent of this thing in, in those areas of employment. So like tourism, big yeah. one. Retail, hospitality. So there will be people out there who are feeling this thing. Yeah. And we're obviously not saying, you know, buy, buy, buy in terms of uncertainty. But if you do have the ability and are in the position, you know you're going to hold, there shouldn't be any reason. Yeah. And I think I think all the um, people out there, especially in New Zealand, if they're, um, if they're thinking of holding back, make sure you go spend into the economy because it helps every person out there you know? businesses and Support. smaller businesses as well absolutely get involved and continue your daily life and, and push money back into those communities and businesses because that stimulates the person next door from you or, or, or the suburb next door you know it's just not it's helping everybody out so at these times you need to really think of those things and, and if you have, uh, sorry, Kane, if you have travel plans and say you know if, they have to, if you can't go overseas and you manage to get a refund on a decent chunk of the money, then maybe just still take the holiday, mm. but just go somewhere in New Zealand, somewhere that you've never been, yep. um, take your children to see something, you know, yep. New Zealand's beautiful, yep. so go and explore it. I think that's the, the other thing you're going to see is a lot of people will put travel plans on hold now for 12, mm. 18 months, and we, what happens to that money? They're going to push it back into the, a lot of assets might be brought with that too, right? I'd love it for it to be spent here. Yeah, so there's an opportunity to be spent in the housing market or in on retail, whatever it may be, and that's going to push back into um, into that line of work. So, is there anything else, I suppose, that you guys want to cover off that you think is really crucial? Again, this was to push a lot of education and, and, and advice out there, and a short short snippet through this sort of tough period that's hit New Zealand really over the weekend that's been really strong um i think more so people need to understand what we learned after or during the gfc okay and the things that were put in place to make sure um the country does have a bit of capital behind it and all the policies that have been put in place that is one thing that a lot of people that are probably in their early 20s didn't really realize at the time um, what impact it had, not only worldwide, but in New Zealand. So I think with this thing going around, there will be some sort of, um, I suppose, stimulus mm. package or a bit of a injection into whichever areas are needed. Yeah. Um, that would be something worth mentioning for people to look into. I, I fully agree. At the Reserve Bank in New Zealand that was formed, obviously, from the GFC and... Um, their, the institution uh, and the policies from that, um, our banks are almost world leading in some of their policies now. Yeah. So we are required to hold a lot of capital um, here and, and that was purely so that if there was another GFC or a critical situation like this, our banks would not fall over. 
because that's going to be catastrophic. Italy's going through a real tough time. Obviously, huge outbreaks over there. They've suspended mortgage repayments, um, and their economy is on a knife edge. But fully agree with you. Have faith in your banks here. I've seen some posts around, oh, I've got savings in there. I'm going to pull out and put it under my mattress because will I lose my money? All this kind of stuff. You know, some really, um, I suppose, quick snap decisions people make. Just take time, eh? It's the panic, right? It's the panic. Girls, want to finish anything off in here? No, I don't think so. But I think that if anyone has any questions um, around all what's going on and their mortgages and all that sort of stuff, you know, flick us an email or message us on our social media platforms, um, put a comment out there and we can come back and answer there and try and help as much as we can. Yeah, fully agree. Fully agree. Get in if you have any further questions. Yeah, we yep. could even do another podcast if there's lots of questions. Yeah. Yeah. Give us yeah. some feedback, eh, listeners out there. Yeah. I think, again, cheap money, it's a great time to restructure, relook at your, your mortgage, even to refinance to get lower rates. Again, if you've got equity, cheap money, don't stop, keep pushing ahead, um, ride through the cycle, uh, it will get better, and um, keep building your empire. That's the key, right? Keep building it, don't stop. Because if you do, everything will stop. So, listeners out there, get in touch. So, thank you. Thanks.